All right. I think we are finally, we got the new gear in here, guys. Guys. I mean, it's not pretty, but I mean, we're here. It's pretty good. I mean, pretty. It sounds good. I think yeah. it sounds pretty. Did you solid. say we're pretty? Yeah. You're, <laughs> well, you know who's also pretty? Anybody that's actually still listening to this goddamn show. Woo! Thank you. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Chill Regular. My name is Jonesy, and with me is Matt, David, and Sean. Oh. Thought about sleeping in today, so he's not here. And just call uh, like Sean. 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 <laughs> that was good. That was a good yeah, one. A little bit. You can uh, overdub later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll just bring him back on in, right? Uh, well, Jesus H. Christ, boys. Yeah. It's been us a minute. It's been us a minute. To Do we get know back his here. middle name is H? I, I mean, hell. Jesus hell. Jesus hell Christ. Jesus hell Christ. That sounds like a biker gang or somebody. I mean, that's I'm Jesus in. hell Christ totally over there. In. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally <laughs> in. Jesus hell Christ biker gang. That's great. I'm down. I can't ride a bike, but whatever. Oh, you just got to put the throttle on a little. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that sounds like someone's butthole, and I'm good. Oh, my. How many buttholes have you been around that sounded exactly like that? Uh, I just Don't answer that. You lived with us for two months. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know where this answer is going. Don't answer that, man. I don't, I don't like that. Remember. Uh, you know what, guys? I Out there, who's ever listened to this, we got new equipment, and so we're really kind of just testing some of this stuff out. So we may get a little weird latency things with new cables. Some of them work. Some of them didn't. This is the... Mm. Gambit you run with uh, yes. buying stuff from Amazon. So hopefully Ooh, majority of this will still sound mildly okay. Jeff yeah, I feel like a pro now with this equipment. I mean, it looks good. It feels yeah. good. You know, we're using these podcast mics, these road pod mics we bought a bunch of. I have it pressed against uh, my face. It feels nice. I mean, <laughs> you do like furry, fuzzy things against your face. He's licking the mic, so he it's going to really weird. is. Yeah. I'm literally just trying to remember what licking a pussy feels like. Oh, my God. Why is it so bushy? Why is it strawberry it flavored? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's so it coarse. Well played, ladies. If you're. Yo, if anybody is flavored like strawberry, please hit me up. Yeah, I will yeah, eat yeah, that yeah. shit for days. I will be the cream to your strawberries and cream, Wait. baby. Wait, why would you be the cream to the strawberries and cream? Because I'm white. That's why. I'm right. But no, like, creamy why white, did you add white. more cream to the strap? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, Lace to the donut. You should have been like, I'm the cream to your strawberries. We can make strawberries and cream. You're fucking crazy, guys. Just let me have this one, okay? No. I've been, this is a lie. I, I will not let you criticized <laughs> and when? shoved aside all week. Have you really? No, not okay. really. Shut I've been overworked. I don't know about you guys. We've been on a hiatus for a handful of weeks now, right? Mm-hmm. And I am realizing that uh, burnout is real. Yeah, I, I just finished a short project, and it feels so good to be done with it. But you have at least another like year. Well, <laughs> another or two. year. I, well, for the project I'm working on right now, I have three years. Oh, the, yeah. the for the video game, the game? studio. Yeah. yeah, we got about three years right now. They say two, but you know, you yeah, know, you know. Right. So my guess is it's about three years we'll probably have. However, the uh, the other things I'm working on, like Matt and I were working on a, a new audio drama. Um, we're producing about 10 other audio dramas outside of that. And so my days have been come home from work and then writing meetings. Yeah. And then development meetings and stuff like that. And then finishing. I just got done editing a, a short film for a guy. 
and so forth. So it's like, it's just been a lot of work. You know what I mean? Oh, mm. poor baby. Oh, I, and it's not bad things. <laughs> it's not bad things, right? Like there's a lot of people, I understand, there's a lot of people that would love to be in this situation, right? Like have the ability to do the type of stuff that right. you get to do. But I will say that burnout, burnout is, is real, is real yeah. 100%. And Your you're brain just, just gets fried. And I just, uh, I play video games to like, deal with burnout but when you make video games and then play video games at some point it kind of loses we know I, i've decided up, you know i've decided recently that i'm, I'm gonna stop like to some degree i pander to people when they they're like oh you know you do arts um you're so lucky that you can just do that but it's it's hard work it's well, a yeah, lot yeah. of work it's art very it's mentally taxing it's it's a lot of like visual problem solving of like timing if you're doing video and um you know composition and right. colors and um, blending and you know, it's a lot of things it's to manage. Lot. It's yeah. it's like managing a lot of calculations in your head at one point. Right. Well, you know what's also really tough about it is sometimes when you're choosing to do a project creatively, you don't necessarily know that all the work that you're putting into it's ever going to go anywhere. Right. That's, oh yeah. That's the gamble. Yeah. That is the hugest part, right? Because I don't necessarily like hugest. to do the hugest party. <laughs> I don't necessarily like to do things if I don't see where it's going at the end road, which is probably why I don't write screenplays very often unless I'm going to make them, you know? Right. Because if I don't, if, if I don't think that it's going to actually get made, I'm like, why am I going to put this much energy into the page? If it's not, if somebody else is going to choose whether to produce it or not. Right. I hate that shit. That's a strong word. I hate do. I mean, H A T E. So here's my thing. Did you, I did. I know just now, as soon as you started spelling, my brain was like, H8. Ooh. Just kidding. Yeah, I know. I almost did. It went with an E. I was like, H E No, no, no. no mine went straight to old text messaging, the H8. I hate oh, this. Oh, God. Yeah, you know. You have to mean? hit each button like four times. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's just it's easier just to do the, the actual number eight, right? I'll tell you what, though. I was a fucking assassin. Because I had memorized it so perfectly, I would just be in class and be like, boop, 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 just not even like, looking. I'm at not it? even looking. And I just type out a whole message and it'd just be like, hey. What you know what's really funny is probably on the other end of the message, it just has a bunch of like weird. Fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> just a weird message. It's like you talking drunk to a girl. There's like 12 you know? misspellings. She's like, are you okay? It's yeah. noon. Like, Jesus what's wrong with you? Christ. <laughs> you guys probably came after, but uh, um, I was at the tail end of pagers. Wait, what do you I'll, mean came after? We're not. What is wrong with you? But you didn't have a pager. I didn't own one, but I was yeah. like, I remember my dad had, a, I think he called it his brain. It was like that little pocketbook where you could like use the pen and that write. was after pagers right but i'm saying like i remember pagers uh-huh. but i remember that came out and then that failed but pagers were hysterical my dad yeah. actually this is one of his favorite stories and i don't know if i've said on this podcast but he was uh he was seeing arachnophobia in theaters uh-huh and it got to like one of the tense moments and somebody like left a message on his pager so he's sitting there a spider's crawling across the screen his his pager vibrates. He said he jumped up and started like slapping no. himself in the because he thought he had a spider on him. <laughs> and he was like, and that's why I always hate pagers. Oh Jesus! So what were we gonna say about pagers though? Oh, because you, you, you had to you, you had to get really you had to write text with numbers. Right, you had to, you right, had to right. send messages, and everything was like acronyms and, and that was like the original. You can write boobs with numbers. Right, right. And that's like and then the it, and then so that just messaging. moved right into the text messaging. Right, like all that type of. I, I mean, maybe it was because my parents are too poor, but we never had a pager, never needed a pager. 
It just wasn't. Oh, necessary. she's near Chonklin. She finds you anywhere. Well, so, living in the house that we lived in, all you got to do is scream. We weren't too far away. All, all the cool you kids know. had pagers, and then I went and bought one right as they were going out, like right when people. Oh, what's up, pages. nerd? <laughs> I know, like, right? you got to get that Nokia phone from Seven Eleven now, bro. <laughs> Everybody just wanted a Nokia phone so we could play Snake. That was the only reason why. Yo, I never beat yeah. that game. That game was fucking impossible. It was hard. Legit. I don't think there's an end to it. I think you just go yeah. into eating yourself. At some point. Ooh, that's deep, yo. I have I'm saying. Like, at some point. The snake trying to snake teach lessons about eating, overconsumption. Exactly. How it could be the death of you. Well, like, early cell phones um, went straight, like, went right back to the, like, Pong era of games. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Easy. Easy. Which made it really nice, by the way. Yeah. You know? You know and that- I will say that those games are probably the reason why they succeeded. I had friends that made um, millions of dollars off of those, like, goofy You have little friends who have millions of dollars? Yeah, they don't give it to me. Well, why not? No, they, no, they made it. They probably spend it now, but yeah, <laughs> bastards. Yeah. So <laughs> you have friends with millions. Of I was like, dollars? why don't we know them too? No, Jesus. Do you, <laughs> we got things going on, man. We need help sometimes. Those money. Uh, well, number one, do you know what the name of that snake is? Let's see if you know your, your knowledge. I don't at all. So zero knowledge on the side of the table. David. No, I don't know. The snake eating itself. No. The Ouroboros. Or Bora, are you just having a hard flex right now? So everybody, oh, I thought you saw, absolutely. Okay. This is my moment right. to shine. This is, this is it. I huh? thought you said the snake in the game had a name. Like, no, 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 like, no, 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 like no, the symbol. No, talking about the infinite. The, snake the symbol eating, eating itself. Right? The circle. Yeah. With well, the snake yeah, in I mean, the game the is called Bora, Fred. I knew that. Fuck you. Yeah, motherfucker. No, that and then, bro. Can we just admit that those early Nintendo games, like I'm talking Mega Man. Um, Metro, those games are fucking impossible. They're if hard. You go back and play it now. You're gonna rage quit in like five minutes. Oh yeah, they're because Mega Man jumps like a fucking bitch. Like oh. he, you're like, oh. hey, jump two feet, and he's like, Meh, and just what? falls. You're like, yeah, all right, yeah, or yeah. commit suicide. Whatever you want to do, you blue piece of shit. Jesus. Yeah, I'm, glad, I'm glad we worked so, that out. You're now. so angry <laughs> because that game incites rage. <laughs> Get my ass kicked by a dude named Woodman. What the fuck? Oh, I'm glad we worked that out now, though. Like, because there there were a lot of games with weak jumps. Yeah. Now you can double jump in every game. Everything. Yeah. And um and little or stupid gravity di- boots. Yeah. Or like a, jump in. You can like dash midair. A paperweight will stop you from going into a hallway. <laughs> or like when you died, you would disappear. And now that's like now they have creative ways. Yeah, to give you a yeah. I mean, there's a handful of games that are popping up right now where they are taking some of those like basic mechanics of of jumping or running or sliding and all those types of things. And they're giving you like extra ability to them now. What does that even mean? Like, uh, I just started playing destiny not too long ago. And like their jump is literally like a gravity boost up. So if you double jump, it's like boop boop. And you can jump up like half a building. Right. And so just little things like that, that I'm like, it's kind of fun. You can like, Oh, the rocket jump was like that. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. Originally in Quake. Oh. It was, a, it was a mistake. It was like you you took off half your energy, but you could rocket but jump. But you can rocket jump, yeah. And but at the same time, if you got to get away quick. Yeah. You could kill yourself nice. when you know, trying to jump far, but that but was the risk. And then they, then it became a game feature. I know. But That's isn't that how it always happens, did though? You, yeah. Did you ever play uh, Bulletstorm? No, huh? God damn it. You fucking Sorry. losers. Please play this game. Yeah, I'm being aggressive today. Jesus. I'm being aggressive. <laughs> Bulletstorm. 
talk, talk. Next time we're just going to say yes, even if it's a no. I know, right? Out of fear. Oh, God, yes. Coward. Jesus. No, that's the one I think I talked to you about where you have like a gravity whip, basically, and you can just like launch it across screen, like grab guns. You can grab inanimate objects. You can grab people. Fucking, you can pull a guy to you, and the main character will fucking just kick him across the room and like impale him on random objects. It's kind of cartoony in terms of like the design and the aesthetic, uh-huh. but it's hilarious. It's, it's, a, it's what I imagine James Gunn would make a video game out of if it was like a mercenary. All right. That sounds like fun. How, what year did it come out at? Uh, it was like 2013, 14, maybe. Oh, so not too long ago then. No. Oh, you did. You did yeah, show I'm me t- this yeah, game yeah, yeah. a couple weeks and ago. And you're like, all right. That looks like fun. It is super fun. In the fun. description, we should put links to these things. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, so you guys can look at them. You can or see Bullet Storm. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and the snake that eats itself. What was the Ouroboros. It? The Ouroboros. Ouroboros, yeah. That sounds like a name for a team on Legends of the Hidden Temple. And silence. <laughs> what, what, what is you the, need a color? <laughs> you need a color, though. You have to have like a country, a color, a color that goes with the team. That's the problem. What would be the? Good job. Didn't think of the word orange. Couldn't twice, twice. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> we are rusty. Damn. Uh, okay. This is crazy. So I'm realizing that my mic is going in and out because of my wire is not very good. Jesus, that's always fun. Well, you know, I think it's going to sound good ridiculously. Um, By the way, guys, if you guys are uh, actually listening to this, that gentle humming is is Matt farting the whole time. Um, It's queefing. (laughs) Now, we got some fans going on because we're recording in my garage. Uh, and I'm not going to say it's a studio because it's just a fucking garage with cool but things. But it's a nice it, garage. But it is a nice garage. Um, studio to me. Yeah, oh, thank you. Um, but uh, we have some fans going on because I don't have really good circulation. It's getting very hot this time uh, yeah, of the year. Yeah, fuck this weather, by the way. Dude, I don't like necessarily talking about weather with people too much because majority of the time I don't give a shit. But it has been quite humid. It's gross. I feel like I'm back in the Midwest and that's not what I signed up for. Yeah, you're like, fuck. I pay a premium here. I don't pay twelve hundred dollars to live in a box and sweating it. Yeah, you totally. fucks, you jerks! Come on, <laughs> do you not have air conditioning in your box? I thought no, we paid taxes really? for. Good, I thought we paid California taxes for good weather, I right? Know, I want my I mean, money back. Yeah, where's the fucking Newsom? We get luxury tax for so, living here. By Newsom, the way. do something yeah. about this, you piece of shit. <laughs> um, but it has been quite, yeah, quite hot, which is grossly. You know, global warming's not a thing, I guess. I mean, maybe let's ask the polar bears. No, oh. oh. like hold on. If the polar, if, the, if we lose the polar ice caps, are they just bears? <laughs> <laughs> it's a big like slip and slide for the bears Jesus over there. Christ, now. they're like, God damn it! Yeah, think about that. I mean, I know, a big brain over here. I know. I used uh, <laughs> polar bears used to be one of my favorite animals. What happened? Um, I started seeing how skinny. They're getting. Oh, like, there's no way I'd ever be that emaciated. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, dude. Did I, I don't know. I don't know if I sent it to you, or I think I may have sent it to the group chat. But uh, it's like a billboard, and it is. It's a picture of a blue crab, and it's sitting there, and it's like, oh, fuck. Hold on. Let me pull this up. This shit's hysterical. Um. So it's a picture, the picture of a crab, like with its arms up, and it says, "I'm me, not meat. See the individual. Go vegan." And then oh, somebody like gosh. fucked with it. Uh huh. I, I think they just like you know did some um, Photoshop magic. Photoshop magic. Nice. <laughs> it's now the 
It's a picture of the crab, but he's like pouring Old base seasoning on himself. <laughs> and it says, okay, now I'm meat. See the individual. Put Old Bay on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's fucking hysterical. I love it. I, oh, fucking I just love, love it. when people have a sense of humor. Well, agendas I, for stuff like that just. No, shit's stupid. I, I still like the bumper sticker that says, um, if you're not supposed to eat animals, then why are they made out of meat? Nice. Oh, my God. See, that's science. But then the argument is like, you would eat a human, would you? And I'm like. If I had to. I mean, there. Are, I've human, actually had this conversation. Humans with ate humans in a pinch in for a us pin- to get here today. Exactly. Really. Like in a pinch. Some <laughs> of, well, one of our ancestors did during a Yeah, the Donner know, Party. Was, uh, you know, they survived yeah. because of this. Here's my favorite thing about that is you're like, in a pinch. I'm like, I'm pretty sure someone just did it because they like the yeah. taste of us. Look, at, if, <laughs> look at, well, if somebody was just like, somebody lost a hand during like an accident, I would literally be like, hey, Doc, can I actually take this thing and cook it up real nice and feed it to my friends? I mean, it's my hand. You know, that's fair. Fair right? question. And then I can ask my friends, like, you guys, why don't try human meat? I know a guy. Do, do you know, there's a. I know as I you're know, not as I'm stubbing it. Up I know you're like, I know a guy. It's like, oh, uh-huh, no, I think I read an article a few years back about a guy that actually did that. I think he like um, got his leg amputated. They couldn't put it back on. And so he basically petitioned the hospital to be like, hey, this is my leg. Uh, I want to cook this thing up. And, the fuck? And he ended up grabbing a What's, handful of his fucking friends, oh. and they all basically came in and said, yeah, let's try your leg out. Um, Dang. I have questions. I mean, I have questions, too. I don't know we're ever going to get any answers, though, but we yeah, can go down true. this road. So I'm not going to ruin the group, but there is a group that <laughs> on Facebook uh-huh. that um, they they it's mostly has to do with animal skulls and animal pelts and stuff like that, but every once in a while, Somebody loses a finger or something, and they, <laughs> they on the down low, kind of under code, they put it for sale. They'll put it for sale on the Hold group. on. Here's the, I'm laughing the same thing I think you are, Gary, is the fact that, like, every once in a while, like, this happens frequently? They lose fingers? <laughs> every once in a blue moon, somebody loses a finger. Dude, what are they could, doing? It could be a hand, a finger, or a foot. How are they even the able bones? to be on Facebook? They're losing too many digits. They're using their know, face right? to, like, type. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Uh, Maybe I'm, it's a black market. I don't know. I mean, would you do it? Would you cook up your own limb? Either of you? Yeah, one hundred percent. You would? One hundred percent. Why? I I mean, one. Look at me, goddamn! I look tasty as fuck. I'm perfectly marbly. I'm like the perfect mixture of like strong meat and fat on top of my body. I'm like the Kobe beef of fucking human meat. I'm not gonna disagree with you. Thank you. So my guess is I probably taste pretty damn good. And you're grain fried. And I'm fed. grain fried. Exactly. And I'm grain. Only the best. <laughs> Only the best. You can thank my wife for that, by the way. <laughs> um, but seriously, I would try it out only because why not? Uh, you only live once. So. Yeah. Yeah, but I'd like all my limbs intact. Thank you very well, much. My thing is, is like I'm not looking to chop my shit off just because I want to have a culinary experience. That's fair. I'm saying like if like something happened and it got chopped off and they can't, you know, Reattach, like reattach this thing. Well, what is it going to do? You're just going to go in the trash. That's good. It's going to go in the that's trash. Good aged meat, right there. We can't just toss that into the trash. So I would basically say, anybody have a would cannibal it, fetish? Would it be like a barbecue, or would it be like roast? That's actually, I don't or, know. I don't know. Like, there's something to say about like, well, for your first pastrami, course, we start with the fingernails. I don't know. Like, <laughs> depending on the limb that basically. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we could go through a six-course meal. Or of your leg? 
uh, bro, look at this fucking leg. You're going to feed maybe two people with that leg. Bullshit, bro. With a six-course meal? Yeah, two people. No, have you ever seen a six-course meal at those fucking places? They give you, like, a morsel of flavor. Yeah, in, in fucking France oh, or, like, a high-end. Anywhere. You anywhere. are not... Listen, yes, you are grade A. Mmm. But... You heard that, guys. We are not in a high-end restaurant. We're in a garage. Uh, I think we found grade A human meat. That's the name of this podcast. Grade That's A human meat. Grade A uh, human meat. Uh, fucking toenails. To be honest with you, you, there's there's the like the gourmet version that we could do, the fine dining type of concept, right? And maybe I'll do something where I would take them through the history of Gary and the things that that limb actually had a history that actually of sounds experiencing, fucking hysterical. right? Because it could be really funny <laughs> and just stupid, right? I want to take people on a journey, or we could just have a backyard barbecue, get everybody sauced up, because my guess is. Is everybody's gonna look at that limb and be like, uh, I mean, it looks kind of good, but it's also your limb, and I don't know. It's fine, get drunk, and then everybody's like, I'll fucking try it. You know, oh, yeah, and no, and when you're drunk, you'll eat gone, anything, right? Then it's gone. <laughs> it's probably more my style, though. You know, like tacos, hamburgers, probably the closest thing that I would make is carnitas, which would be the, the best, you know, little you just tell me, like, me, it's what's for dinner, little calf tacos. <laughs> you, but the, uh, my question is, would you guys? If I invite no, you, would you, you should I'm do, not you eating it. you. You should do a sac- sacrament out of it. Like <laughs> have some wine and oh, yeah. crackers with it. <laughs> Here's the blood of Gary. <laughs> <laughs> the longer this goes on, the, the worse I the feel. Worse <laughs> yeah, you are getting a little green over there. Green or pale? Both. Nice. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, well, Matt, just know then you're not invited anymore. That's great. I'm not upset by that In one. the rare circumstance that a limb of mine becomes... Detached from my body. Yeah. I won't invite you to my dinner party. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> I get it. Uh, I like I you, went, you went right past the alive scenario where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, a plane yeah. crash and nothing to eat. Yeah. To just I mean, to voluntary. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, Real quick. I do a lot of stupid things throughout the day. So it's highly likely that we. For anyone who something. didn't get that reference. It referenced Alive, which is a movie. I think it's a best of book, too. But it was a real life incident where it was a uh, rugby team. Uh, crash in the Andes Mountains their plane did. In order to survive, they had to eat people that died in the plane crash. So, like, that was a real thing. They were preserved thing. In, the, in the ice pretty yeah. well. Is this yeah. a real story? No, this really yeah. happened in Get real life. out of here. And they made a movie about it, and it is gut-wrenching. I mean, obviously my hope is that you guys would eat other people to survive for yourself, though, right? Right, to survive, not to, like, for funsies. Yeah, to survive, for sure. This is the one thing... That I hold on to about having diverse friends is because having diverse friends means that there's diverse diets. So if anything happens, like we get lost in the wilderness, at least there's different flavor meats, you know, like I have Indian friends. They probably have. God damn it. They have Mexican friends. They probably have. Carnitas. Pico. and Pico. Uh, Pico. And tahini <laughs> diets. I don't know. Um, what do white people have? Oh, cheeseburgers and pizza. Just deep fried. Just deep fried. Yeah, hell. white people are into deep fried some. Hell. I guess like British people wouldn't taste as good because they don't have very many spices. Too much salt. They don't. They're just yeah. super salty. <laughs> Not a lot of flavor in the food. So, <laughs> oh, I haven't even had. I mean, how, well, here's the thing. Anybody that has fucking sweet pork and beans for breakfast, they can't be that classy. No, you know what I mean, God, like, no. you just can't. You seen I their teeth? Oh my God! <laughs> it's all that was beans that they've been having. All that sugar in that yeah, shit. Yeah, just rots the shit just away and makes them look like a way. zombie. Get the fuck away from me. (laughs) (laughs) 
No offense uh, to the British. Uh, no, I'm a, I will absolutely offend the British people. Fuck your queen. <laughs> there it is. And that's, and that's how we get canceled. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's perfectly fine. I get it. I've heard there's a lot of. Here's the thing. I like the British accent in women. I think oh. it can be pretty attractive. You don't want a guy just talking to you? Uh, that was a little Australian, huh? That was like rapey. That wasn't Australian. That was just a rapey. Vibe. You don't want to get fucked, boy. Um, <laughs> and you just turned into a rapey Jamaican. Uh, well, mm, maybe. You want to get fucked, boy? <laughs> you want to get <laughs> fucked? Let's get yeah, over here, boy. Come over here, boy. Come over here, boy. Hey, We're going to get fucked. <laughs> bobsled time. <laughs> bend, over. Me, bend over. <laughs> We're going to get this bobsled right in that booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, that took a lot of turns. I know. Ah, is that a bobsled joke? Uh, yeah, <laughs> cool runnings. <laughs> he fucking nailed he it. Fucking nailed it. Fucking David. nailed this is it. Why we miss you? You know what? Speaking of diversity, I re- I really want to dive into this real quick. Um, Kevin Smith fucked up He Man. Oh, I heard. Well. It's 94% Can on really Rock. fuck up He-Man, though? I mean, the original movie fucked up He-Man, so. No, how dare you disrespect Frank Langella? Get out of he here. He fucking nailed Skeletor. Holy <laughs> shit. Okay, I'll give you that. But at the same time, the rest of it was horrible. Right, but that, this Wasn't is- that Dolph Lundgren yes. played He-Man? Yeah. Yeah, th- that was a great casting, but I don't know, the rest, uh, the rest didn't really happen <laughs> great. I remember the, I remember the bounty hunters were always cool as a kid. I thought they were, they looked awesome. Yeah. There's like the lizard guy and the other like reptile, what, like breech blight, white hair, mm-hmm. some beast man and um, evil It seems like a huge fail that nobody's throwing a whole bunch of money at it for great special effects to have all those creatures, have He-Man riding on a, a on a tiger yeah. and Skeletor riding on a panther. It's just nobody cares, I think. Well, no, you're talking about like in that movie well, in particular. Look, like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles got a movie. Transformers got a movie. Oh, yeah, but yeah. They were cheesy cartoons before. That. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. I like them, but they're. So there's actually, they've been trying to make the He Man movie for a long time. They've had several writers come in, write a variety of different treatments, setting them in different timelines, different periods. Like they just haven't found one that they felt was good. Uh, whatever that may mean, studio wise. Has, has He Man ever had a good story, like even in the cartoon? No, the cartoons. No. The cartoons are fine, actually. The '80s yeah. cartoons. It was that, like Voltron. No, 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 no. We're talking about narratively. Was He Man actually a good? Yeah, narrative I don't know if there was like a story. compelling yeah. stories told by because him. it's what the Hanna Barbera era of cartoons. Yeah, it was like Thundercats. Like it was the same setup. It, right. it was. Oh, Thundercats is another one they've been failing on making into a movie, but no. really want to. No, they're making it. Um, they're making it. Oh, cool. Uh, Adam Wingard, the guy who did Godzilla vs Kong. He's, it's in pre-production right now to shoot Thundercats. Do we need Thundercats, though? Hell yeah, we do. Do we need I want to see a grown-ass man yell Thundercats, ho, (laughs) and scream it myself in the theater. I will stand up with my plastic sword. I will buy your ticket just to witness that. Oh, I will do it without hesitation. Oh, thank you, Jesus. All right. Well, here's that's Thunder. What that's what we're Thunder. doing Friday night. Thundercats! Oh, oh my and God! I'm getting hard. The, nobody had a crush on. Oh, I'm getting jacked. <laughs> nobody had a crush on Chitara. Oh, I would have fucked Chitara so hard. Oh my God! Absolutely. There's a. Uh, is there characters in our history of life right now <laughs> that we would? Fuck, I don't have a kink for any of this stuff. I, I think I do. You have a kink for it? Potentially. Like, like it feels pretty strong. 
<laughs> like I'm not against like if some girl was like, yeah, we'll put on like bunny. My first crush without Lola, a doubt, Lola, Lola, Lola bunny, bunny Lola from bunny. space jam. I was, uh, I remember that came out and I was like, my dick never feels, call me dumb. Oh my God. I was like, I'll call you my bitch. Um, Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, this is that. Yeah. But like, I remember as You're a kid, Roger I was Rabbit like chick. Oh, Jessica rabbit. Jessica Fuck rabbit, yeah. yeah. But she was like so disproportionate and like yeah. unrealistic. Whereas for whatever reason, Lola bunny, it's like the Dolly Parton of, yeah, no, hundred percent cartoon characters. Yeah, but for Lola Bunny, like whatever reason, as a kid, like going through puberty, I was like, I, she had boobies. Yeah, looks like she has boobies. You're like, uh, I, I want to see those boobies. Does. Yeah, and now she's kind of grown. Could to you the, imagine sucking on those fucking hairy furry boobies? You're like, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't give a shit. What? Well, I'm going for it. You just have to eventually convince her to shave them, though. Nice. Whoa. I'll do it for her. Whoa. This this turn it this made a quick turn. <laughs> it went really aggressive. Really aggressive. But no, there's always been like So were you mad that they didn't have the boobs on the new Space Jam? I refuse to watch mad. Space Jam too. I couldn't give less of a shit. Well, LeBron James can eat a bag of dicks. What? What's huh? that? No, LeBron James can eat an entire bag of dicks. That movie sounds fucking stupid. Well, well, well. Look at who showed up. Well, no, like it's well, yeah, I heard people got upset because they, they like turned the characters into like a less sexualized version. I kind of saw it in the background. Uh-huh. It's not really a good movie. It has good effects and, and, and really good animation in it, but it's just tons of sound effects on top of sound effects on top yeah. of sound effects. It's nutty. They don't even really yeah. play basketball. I just don't understand why they needed to remake it. Like they the Michael Jack, the Michael Jordan version was so good for what it was, right? No, Space Jam is kind of a cultural icon at this point. I mean, what it makes, it did. I mean, but now are they looking at rebranding it every time a new Michael Jordan-esque player comes so through the pipeline? They originally tried. They were going to do. Um, if they think they can make money at it. Yeah, they were yeah. going to do like they were going to do one with. I don't think I think they were going to call it like Space Golf or because they were going to do Get one with Tiger Woods. They were going to have Tiger Woods play. They were going to try to do, I think, like Federer or like a tennis player thing. Like they were trying to do different spinoffs, but yeah. none of them really clicked. Yeah, I would obviously. It's probably somebody's pet pod project. Up no, Warner. because Warner Brothers pro- just they own this IP and they're like, hey, this did really well. Who's huge in this space? Can we replicate? Because that's all they care about is can we replicate the success of X? Well, not only that, they I think it took they use this as a huge opportunity to re-advertise all of their characters. So they have like Iron Giant. They have Rick and Morty in here. They have all of their characters. They're they're literally, this yeah, is just a huge commercial. It, all of their properties. And like, look at all the things you can get. Come so hang you out. You know what they ended up doing? They watched Ready Player One and said, yes. if they can do it, what do we have a property that we can do that with for ourselves? Yes. What, what was the basketball you know? player that died in the plane crash? Oh, Kobe? Kobe Bryant? Yeah, Kobe. A basketball player? What? I don't you know. I don't watch Kobe. Sports. To be honest with you, I would be on the same page with you, Dave, yeah, because I, I have blanked. I no. The only reason why I like at all know is because one of my best friends, he's a huge Kobe Bryant Lakers fan. Yeah. And so, like, when Frank, if you're listening to this, I love you, buddy. Uh, when he, when Kobe Bryant died, I was the friend that he called up, being like, "Yo, man, <clears> this is hard for me," you know. And I'm like. I, I, I got you, you know, if, yeah. you know, it, I, I have a good Kobe story. Oh boy. One of my friends just reminded me, one of my friends, he, his wife asked him, uh, if, if you were stranded on a desert Island with two people, who would you pick? And he uh-huh. didn't pick his wife. He said, Kobe Bryant and Jesus. And so he was in trouble for years after that. <laughs> why Jesus? Why G- well, what, I, I can understand why Jesus, why Kobe Bryant? I wouldn't pick, I wouldn't pick either. Of them because be like, they would get mad at me that I put them on an Island, yeah. you know, and then they'd hate me forever. <laughs> But 
<laughs> but why Kobe Bryant? What what would be the? Reason? I know a lot of people just love. I actually I don't I don't watch sports and I don't know the appeal of Kobe. Yeah. But but probably though I, I would imagine they Kobe died and the and the fandom that followed. Yeah. Um, they probably felt like they missed out on putting on making a Space Jam with him potentially. No, uh, and so it, like it it rushed the. Uh, Potentially, yeah, it process. passed them up, and now they go, "Oh, we got to do one with LeBron." Well, maybe, maybe, but at the same time, I don't. I like how we're all just speculating. Well, no, because it's been in the works <laughs> no, for a while facts. for LeBron. <laughs> no, they've been working on LeBron doing this for a while. Like he was the one who kind of initiated it. I don't uh-huh. think Kobe would have done it. No, I just I don't. don't I never saw him as that person. But kind of going back to your story, when Kobe died, there was a lot of people who were devastated. Like, yeah, yeah. And it's interesting I, because there's multiple murals in Costa Mesa yeah. of Kobe Bryant. Yeah, they have jeepneys in in the Philippines. Kobe Bryant jeepney because they love basketball. The there. Fuck, did you just What's say a jeepney? Okay, jeepneys are it's it's their buses. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, shrug for a second. I was like, did you meant to say jeeps? And you're just like, like <laughs> no, like, jeeps a, have knees. That's a, <laughs> that's a big thing there. They have these buses. Some of them are small and some of them are big, but they decorate them with with just they look nuts. They're just. We'll put yeah, pictures. They're called we'll, we'll, we'll pictures. We'll put pictures up, but they're 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 all themed. So the hilts, like the, with murals and stickers and um, anything you could possibly put on it, gems and it's it's and but they have a lot of sports ones. So people get excited to ride the the Kobe Bryant jeepney or the interesting well, that's the Lakers I mean, jeepney in Japan. You said no. This is in in the Philippines. Philippines. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I mean. Anything to get a tourist, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's interesting that like so many people felt an emotional connection to Kobe. And I think it's literally just because of his work ethic is who he was as a person. Like he, it, it was like the, the Mamba mentality, I think is what they call it. Yeah. <clears throat> like yeah. a lot of people respected him because like he busted his fucking ass yeah, all the time. He was just a hard worker. Like, and yeah, he was super talented. So there's that component. But I think. A lot of people emotionally resonate with him because they're like, yeah, like I work like I get it. I want to be that like, that kind of a thing. So when right. they lost him, it was like I lost my mentor, my drive, even though they had zero personal interaction with him. <laughs> they were like, my my friend is gone. You're I was like, like, let's be honest with you. Was you he good to f- have any personal drive? Yeah. Till now. <laughs> <laughs> was he cool to fans? Like, yes. Just, I guess. Yeah, apparently he was very kind and considerate to fans. Like, he always <clears throat> took time to talk to people, like, very generous with his money and his time. Yeah. Is there, like, a, is there, like, a celebrity that passed away or that would, that if they did pass away, that you would actually have some sort of visceral reaction, like the same way people did with Kobe Bryant? Um, the, I think, like, I, I wouldn't, I don't know. The, the closest I can think of is um, like probably some artists that have died, but like the people would know is I think Robin Williams was shocking. That one was of tragic. And, that one was- and David Bowie like um, was, was a bummer. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. That, it's a, it's but, a but, bummer, man. But how much people like um, you know, had an identity crisis because of Kobe dying. I don't, I'm not sure if I felt that uh, yeah. for a celebrity. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I think he just, he just reached people on a different level. I think, if fuck, like if Ryan Reynolds died suddenly, I think I'd be pretty sad because you know I wanted to sleep with him. But that's completely different. Ryan, if you're listening to this, and Blake Lively, if you're willing to give him a hall pass, my buddy, Matt's I'm here. worth it, yeah, bro. Matt's here. I will work that dick. <laughs> <laughs> Not gay, but like for but, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan absolutely. Reynolds, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a, that's interesting. What is it about him that? 
you would actually have because like I don't see Ryan Reynolds being somebody that's like that consequential to the world, you know? No, I don't think he's consequential in that sense. I always just I I've always liked Ryan Reynolds uh, since I saw Van Wilder way back in the day. Even like two girls and guy in a pizza place or whatever that was. Um, Waiting's my favorite one. Waiting's great. I just think his overall personality, like his charm, his wit, like that's just something that is needed uh-huh. nowadays. Like it just helps. Like he's just so, <clears throat> like yeah, he even, breaks those like the the he is the ironic barrier. Oh, hundred percent. Right? Like good job in making fun of us as people. Yeah, and yeah, he's and that. he's great at it. I just think that kind of genuineness and like it's a very rare thing. Plus, like someone told me one time, I kind of look like him, and I'm now holding on to that for the rest of my life. So if that's all on your dating profiles. Somebody told me I look like Ryan Reynolds. No, my dating profile is just pictures of Ryan Reynolds, and I'm just <laughs> I'm literally lying to everybody. <laughs> Like Ryan, I'm like close. Oh man, you, four you, letters. You're the one that's cat ki- catfishing everybody. Catfished. Look at yeah, but it's like it's a second place. When they can't catfish. get Ryan Reynolds for a movie, they get Matt for the. Mm-hmm. There you go. There and, you go. Stunt, his, and stunt double. And his butt for the double. bedroom scenes. And his yeah, it's only the butt double. He only does his sodomy scene. So I <laughs> <laughs> got aggressive. Uh, you Do know, you have anybody? You know, I was thinking about it, and I think what I'm realizing is a lot of people connect to those people not because of like because. Kobe Bryant was a good basketball player or because David Bowie was just a good musician, right? Like it's people, I think have these visceral reactions because of what they represented for them or what they were going through at the time or whatnot. Like my buddy, my buddy, I used to, I'm just like, you don't fucking know these people. They're, they're celebrity. Like who gives a, like, yes, I get it. Like it's somebody died. I, I understand that. But at the same time, I'm just like, you don't really know them, but to which end, like if Kevin Smith died, and it sounds silly to say, but not because Kevin Smith makes great fucking movies, but oh, Kevin fucked up he man, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's because of like what he represented when I was wanting to become a filmmaker. That at makes that sense, time, right? Yeah. Like his rhetoric of just like fuck Hollywood, fuck everything, just put your head down, put everything you can into this thing, and just keep moving forward. To me, it was everything. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, I don't. I'm not a huge Robert Rodriguez fan of his movies. Like I enjoy them, but I like that person because of what he represented coming into. There's a the lot of respect. They, you know what yeah, I mean? they spearheaded the whole indie movement yeah, exactly. in the '90s. Yeah, exactly. It, like, it, it was. It seemed inaccessible until those guys did it. Well, like, oh shit, you can do it in black and white. You can do it with one camera. Whatever, right? Yeah. Whatever you had in front of you. You know, same thing with the Duplass brothers. Like those yeah. guys for myself also. I think the the people that I connect to creatively the most that I kind of lean towards as like um, models for what I want to do. And you guys know me like I don't try to pander to anybody. I'm just like, let's just let's just create something ourselves and see. Let's put it out there. Right. And it's really because of these guys's rhetoric of like, fuck the major system. Fuck the machine in Hollywood. Go make your fucking movie. Don't worry about what anybody else says. Just do what you feel, oh, yeah. you know? And it took me years to get there, but that was kind of the stuff that I was absorbing a bunch. So if any one of those t- people, like, passed away, I'd be pretty, like, oh, man. Like, What about Tarantino? Uh, Tar- yeah. Not so much. No. Nah, I mean, yeah. I like Tarantino films. Don't get me wrong. I really do enjoy them. But he's, uh, he's not somebody to me that I can, like, look up to. You know, I think mainly because there's a pretentiousness to him. I think he's on the spectrum a little bit. I 
sure. In his talks and his like he's just he has that kind of manic mentality almost. Like what's, I, sure. what's what's funny to me is how much he understand he can write and understand cool, but how uncool he is. I was watching I was watching the reservoir <laughs> dog fucking though. hysterical. I was, I was watching the reservoir dog scene again where they're all walking and it's all slow motion and everything like set that um you know the walk in slow motion walk in type thing. Yeah, and uh, with the slow frame frame rate, yeah, and everyone's looking cool, and then he's in that group going smiling really big, like, "Look where I am! I'm in the band." <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see that for sure. Yeah, but I mean, he was pretty decent in um, from Dust Till Dawn. He played uh, the Gecko Brothers. Yeah, like yeah. he did. Per- he can act pretty well, which mm-hmm. is impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets by, yeah. He gets by, but I actually I will rescind the Ryan Reynolds. I still love him to death, but I do know one person. If and he's probably knocking on that door, uh, is Hayao Miyazaki. Okay, like his uh, movies, yeah. his, his anime, like his. I think he's such a is profound that the Ghibli guy. Yeah, yeah. He creates such phenomenal stories and movies, and he's such a. He's su- he's a huge proponent of like just the two D animation. Like he doesn't want to do three D. He's all about hand drawing. Yeah, the traditionals. <clears throat> Yeah, but he do, he works his fucking ass off. He's writer, director, animator. He's helps with the music design. Like he does everything. It's wild to me that he's like in his eighties and still churning out movies. I mean, the same thing with Scorsese. Like Scorsese is still churning out stuff. I don't know if it's as meaningful as uh, you know Marisa- What's that? How is Hayao Miyazaki. Miyazaki. Yeah, I don't know if it's as meaningful as those are. Right. Like Spirited Away and those movies, like they really hit like some really human. Oh my god! Yeah. Core elements. I don't know how many times you can shoot a casino guy in the face, you know, like, <laughs> and still be like, "Oh, I resonate yeah, with that." I resonate with that. Yeah, exactly. Do I meet? Do I fucking amuse him? Like, yeah, you kind of do. Ha um, ha! Funny, what the fuck you mean? <laughs> like, have you guys seen that um, Val Kilmer has a new documentary coming out? Yes, I it's did. called Val. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's I think he's on his last leg. Oh, but, yeah. I didn't realize that, was, that his trajectory was like heartthrob from Real Genius, and then turned to Cougar in his later years because oh, he yeah. looks like a, a female year old lesbian. Now. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that guy? Did he? Yeah. What did he end? Up, what does he have? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think he had throat cancer. Throat oh, cancer. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, now now we can't like really a, talk. Now, now I feel like a jerk. <laughs> Why? I don't know. The I observation mean, isn't wrong. <laughs> it isn't yeah. true, actually. Oh, he's yeah. put, he's laying it all out there with this well, documentary. You saw it. You saw him in the ne- last Kevin Smith movie, did you? He played a uh, blunt man. Oh, I, I'm, I oh, remember. that's yeah. He played somebody. He played one of the characters in his like little comic thing. Yeah, it's like the like, reboot has, of um. I wish I wish Jay I, I, yeah, I would have yeah. seen his. Um, he was doing a live show a couple years ago, uh, playing Mark Twain. In like nice. full Mark Twain makeup, like a one man show. Oh, that's interesting. And that's probably the last live performance or any performance that they do. I Here's mean, the he thing. Was good though, I liked Val Kilmer back in the He's day. He's in a lot. He, in my opinion, I actually had a conversation about this with someone. Got snubbed in '94, '95, when he was not nominated for Best Supporting Actor in what? In in for Doc, Doc Holiday, Holiday, yeah. Oh. In Tombstone. Fuck me. Yeah. What an amazing performance. Yeah. He has so many, like when he's like, spit, like, uh, um, that's the best scene when they're all doing the little gun. Yeah. Tricks. Michael Bean's like doing yeah. his gun tricks. That's one of the best around. performances. In and he just camera. takes his wine cup. He's like, uh huh. That. And when he's playing poker later against Ike, I'm your Huckleberry is a great line, but he's playing poker against Ike and he wins and Ike gets all pissed off. He's, he yells at me. He's like, ah, whatever do you mean? He blames him for cheating. 
Like, maybe poker's not your game. Yeah, yeah. I know. How about a spelling contest? <laughs> shit like that yeah and then like what you're just talking about like his scene where he approaches um michael bean's character whose name eludes me right now because he was supposed to face off against kurt russell and then he he walks up and he's like i'm your huckleberry Mm -hmm. he's like i fight with you and he's like "Mm, i beg to differ we had a game for blood earlier (laughs) like Uh his whole delivery is amazing yeah that and the doors yeah because he did the doors right too yeah almost back to back that was actually a really good movie. Doors yeah. is great. Like, and it's Oliver Stone, too, by the way. And I, Oliver Stone, I can hit or miss. Yeah, he has you know definitely I mean? some like, for sure. He has some, but that movie was really fun. That movie was amazing. Really fucking good. And I think it has Although a lot to do this, with Val. The, the stories, if you guys want to go listen and read to a handful of stories, listen to Joe Rogan had Oliver Stone on his podcast talking about working with Val Kilmer. Oh, no. With, on the doors. <laughs> Just that it was brutal. I'm sure he had a <laughs> super yeah, he, he turned super he difficult. Turned yeah. Super well, because that's. Rough, he was yeah. a monster by yeah. Island of Dr. Moreau. Oh, my God. That's uh, one of my favorite yeah. fucked up failed movies. Yeah. In terms of like the behind the scenes, yeah, holy shit! Because you had Val Kilmer being a huge diva, uh-huh. you had Marlon Brando being huge and a diva, yeah. Like he, that must have been the hardest movie to make. Both of those dudes. Oh, he, Marlon the, Brando was was a dick. He was a massive prick. Like, yeah. and he was also just massive. He was a fat yeah. fuck. But he on set, he's actually in the movie. He refused to do it unless he was able to keep an ice bucket, like an empty bucket, on his head. It's in the movie. This dude is wearing a bucket on his head in the movie because it's more than Brandon. He's like, fuck you. I'll do what I want. Is you know, it, was his lines like inside weird. the bucket? Is that why? No, like the, <laughs> the handle kidding. went like this and like the bucket's just here. You're like, what yeah. the hell's happening? You, 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 I mean, you, I'm sure you know this, but just for people listening, he used to, what was the things he used to, he used to have, um, he used to tape his lines to the front of people's chest. Yes. Oh, so he in in them, the Godfather yeah. already. Yeah. So that he can read it off their chest. Yeah. Oh, he, he. Just went downhill real quick. Well, the whole sequence of um, him in uh, what's the Coppola Apocalypse Now? Yeah, towards the oh, that's end, right, right. Mm-hmm. Like that whole scene of him when we get introduced to him. One when he showed up on set, Coppola they didn't realize how fucking heavy he got. Coppola was pissed, wasn't he? So pissed. And so him and his cinematographer had to, like, really pay attention to, like, okay, well, how are we going to show this? And they did a really creative job on making it work, but that whole sequence was improv Yeah, because they are like, we yeah. can't because show he him. He, no, he didn't have his lines Oh, that's right. That's why he up. mumbled a he bunch of shit. Bunch that's of it. And they, right. They ended up, like, uh, Walter Murch, who was the editor, yeah. ended up saying that, like, that was one of the hardest pieces that he's ever had to edit. Like, because it's oh. like it was so disjointed. That was also a crazy behind the scenes production too for oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Apocalypse Now because they like they people got sick. They had a storm that nearly like almost killed Francis Ford Coppola. But um, uh, fuck, I can't think of the actor. Basically, like told him don't do that. Like because he's gonna go pull a rope from a boat that was gonna get washed away. Uh-huh. He's like don't go over there. And sure enough, the rope like ripped across like the where it was tied up to it ripped off the cleat. And it was oh, like that would have like severed a limb possibly killed coppola if he went for it jesus christ like that whole production yeah, was, was like just a, plagued yeah but that was the one that saved his production company. oh yeah because he, he was crazy but he, he was put everything in into it like his yeah. mortgage everything his wine company oh i don't oh i didn't know that that deep he jesus put everything into that that's when sheen was good yeah, yeah. well no he was uh, there <laughs> my favorite michael sheen or not no yeah Charlie. michael sheen wait that's his dad right yeah, yeah, Michael, Michael Sheen. My, his my favorite line is between him and Charlie Sheen, early Charlie Sheen, in uh, Wall Street. 
It's when they're in the elevator. Do you know this scene? No. So they're in the elevator. I've never seen that. So yeah, Charlie Sheen, basically his dad, Michael Sheen, is a blue collar worker, like works hard, supports his family the best he can, but obviously that kind of life don't get a lot of fortune. Whereas Charlie Sheen goes like the Wall Street and does all this shit and makes a ton of money and basically like flaunts it to his dad and like calls him out. Like, I'm making so much money. You're just jealous of me. That's why he's like, you're just, you're just jealous because I'm making money. And <laughs> Charlie Sheen goes, or maybe I just don't judge a man by the size of his wallet. Like, it's just <laughs> the way he says it. It's just ridiculous, but it works. It's so good. And you... I think they legitimately at that time they had a strained relationship. So sure. it looks like a so legit father son going off on each other. It's yeah. so good. One of my favorite roast moments, speaking of Charlie Sheen, was when um, it was uh, Patrice O'Neill. He's a, he goes, I love Patrice. He goes, he goes, you can't keep a you can't keep keep a Sheen down. You can keep an Estevez down, but not a Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> He's all, and that's the good one. That's, He's yeah. the good actor. He's the good oh, one of the group. So funny. That's fucking hysterical. I love uh, Patrice O'Neill from a comedy standpoint. Rest in peace, homeboy. Yeah, I guess that was a bummer uh, one. Yeah, that yeah. was a for sure bummer. Especially because he was a comedian's comedian. You know, yeah, he was. A I didn't know he was in the office. I did, I you worked still didn't the, know that. Yeah, now you know. Yeah, I still he, don't know. Oh, I was watching over the pandemic. Uh, wife and I ended up um, just binging all these shows that people keep saying were really good, and we never got to see them all. You know. And the office was one of them. And oh so well. We oh, that's right. Oh, uh, was, he, was he was he one of the, the workers warehouse. Yeah, in the, the warehouse? warehouse that's right. Yeah. I did. Yeah. He, I, I remember. I went back and saw uh, later. I, I remember, what was it? Um, Blade. He was one nice. of the bouncers in Blade. Oh, when I went back funny. and watched, I was like, Oh my gosh, that's well, Patrice. There he is. It's always funny when you go back yeah. and see those like little cameo moments of like people who were like, Holy shit, they actually blew up. They were in things. Yeah, like Thomas Jane was in Face Off as like a uh -huh. prisoner. Like yeah. those kinds of little moments. Um, I forgot. There's a great, speaking of Apocalypse Now and like the Sheens, later on when uh, Charlie Sheen did uh, Hot Shots, like part two or whatever, which those movies, <laughs> if you haven't seen, are hilarious. They are really funny. But there's a moment where <laughs> I think they're supposed to be in like uh, Vietnam or something like that. And they're both like in boats and my, Charlie Sheen's on one. And then there's another boat coming and Charlie Sheen's on that one. And they just kind of cross paths and they're both look like they're in their army fatigues, like playing homage to Apocalypse Now in that moment. But they both, the boats pass and they both look at each other. They go, I loved you in Wall Street. And that's the scene. That's it. It's just both <laughs> of them yelling that at each other. And the, so <laughs> stupid. it's so good. Oh. Um, so when I think about you, I touch myself. Yes. Thank you. Um, We've kind of reached the, I feel like, the bottom of Netflix. Oh, God, you reached that real quick. Um, I mean, it was bound to happen. Oh, yeah. You know? What's this one called? Named. Oh, no. Oh, it's, no. It's a trashy reality TV show called Sexy Beasts. Oh, but I want to see it. Um, what's interesting about it is it's basically a dating show where you take your alter ego as an animal and they basically build a mask, a prosthetic, and they put you in a full costume and you go on a date with somebody just to see if you relate to them or like them, um, just from personality. What, what kind of outfits do they put them in? I mean, is it like a gorilla outfit or do they like the, 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 the makeup, the, the makeup artist on this show is 
They're really good. Like, also, they're trying to combine ma- like the makeup effects trend exactly with dating. With dating, exactly <laughs> what they're doing, and right? they fucking succeed. I mean, it, they do some really amazing. Uh, they look, they like, look really fucking good, and it's even better because like sometimes when you do the visual effects makeup like that, like you can still see the person underneath of it. Yeah, when they do the reveals of what they look like, you're like, wow. Would never also, though, guessed. not everybody can sit in that makeup. They have to. I don't know how they choose people that can do it. I guess it's like can be encumbering. It takes hours to get. Oh in. yeah, they do <laughs> just their faces. Okay, really. So I mean, again, it, you, they're probably doing hours for sure. Um, like uh, one of them is a rhino. One of them, is a, <laughs> one of them is a, dinosaur, a dolphin. Was a I think dolphin. there's a dolphin. Yeah, there's a dolphin one. So, so do they go as far as to, to make a cast of their I'll, face? I'll pull and a picture then, real quick and then sculpt know. things for it. I don't know. I don't like know. I think it's a lot of prosthetics though. But I'm I'm not 100 percent sure the best way that they actually build these up. But what I thought is kind of interesting though is like even what you would think that's like you know they're really getting to know the real person across from them. What's funny for me and my wife was that we just started realizing how deeply shallow people are regardless of what they look like. You know, like the things that they talk about and care about were just, I don't care how pretty you are. You guys are just a bunch of idiots trying to get your dicks wet. Like that's basically the entire show. But it does beg the question, if you were going to go on a blind date like this, if you were going to go on a show like this, what would be your animal that you would choose if you could pick anything? I, I already I, know mine <clears throat> simply yeah. because it is a part of my anatomy. Oh. And um, there's a part animal part. I was like, wait a minute. The, a I'm, part of me. Let's double click this question real quick. Because you got a tail. It's a, um, you know, it's part of my anatomy. Oh my and I would definitely be an ant Ryan eater. Reynolds. An oh, ant eater? <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, I'd be an ant eater. I'd want to have like that like long face and like just the wrinkles. Because so, I'm not circumcised, so my dick looks uh, like an anteater. So you- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I had to explain that to you. God damn it. I mean, <laughs> I have a really funny picture of your dick now. Yeah, it's an anteater. Does your dick eat ants, too? Yeah, it goes into holes, like, sniffing. He's like... Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> 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 that needs to be a cartoon. Right now. Now. Oh my god! And no, some animator out there, make please. it. Please, let's do this. All right. Uh, the Mant Eater. What, what's yours, Gary? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would want to be something absolutely obnoxious, like a baboon's ass. I wouldn't really. What? I really wouldn't want to have like anything that's like legitimate. Like my initial thoughts were like, oh, I could be a polar bear because I'm a bear, big guy, or like I can be like. I'm like, no, that's yeah. stupid. Because that reaction's normal. What yeah, was that yeah. voice? Mm. Uh, it's stupid. So I'm like, well, what's one thing that would just like set people off real quick? The ba- baboon's ass sounds kind of funny. What about a capybara? Like, those things are adorable. A capybara? Yeah. I don't know what a capybara is. Okay, well, maybe is you a monkey should- or I just feel like else? you just put multiple words together and just yeah, it's called a threw sentence. it up. You know, <laughs> that's a capybara. I mean, that's adorable. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. just big oh, hair. The ones it with looks... the fucking with the gangster steel booties. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah Is that yeah. or a, um? They look like what? Uh, what are those little rodent things that they look like? Their heads look like um, like hamsters, sort of. Yeah, it's a capybara. Oh, it is. Sure, a like, is it? Is it a hamster? I don't know. Well, I guess it's a cousin. It's a cousin. I mean, the other thought that I had was um, a wombat, like a toucan. 
Oh, like, that'd be funny. Like something with like a really long beak, you know? So like if they did choose me, they're like, he probably has a big long beak because he's a big, big, big dick. Or he doesn't Overcompensating like Jeff exactly, Bezos. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. You know? I'd want to be hyena. I just want those nice. big giant teeth, but like, uh-huh. like extended out like a beak. I just, I want it outside, <laughs> like a muzzle outside of my mouth with big giant so, teeth. So here's the thing. It's not just animals. Like one person like dressed a, up like an alien. mantis? Like, like a, like a, like a, what your testicle would look like outside. What the sack. fuck? There's one guy that looked like that, you know? So like oh. you could, anything, absolutely anything. My um, guess though is that they're like. Look, we have like 20 different. Can you like a sexy vampire bat or something? I mean, probably. You can do all types of stuff. There was a guy that looked like a, that was a beaver. Nice. A beaver. <laughs> he came in as a beaver. You like, know? are all these people just socially awkward? Like, are their conversations just like cringy? Oh, so bad. Really? So That's bad. why you need to do it with people who are good at conversing. Like me. I would fucking own that I shit. Would, to apply. I would. I would make those bitches Matt, squirt. If you could just if fucking you could conversation. get on this show, Matt. I would kill it. I would be so happy. I would they be would, so happy to have you because the amount of conflict that would come of this. Oh, yeah. It would be phenomenal. I would be in trouble because they'd be like, you're just murdering all these animals. Like, nah, bro, I'm just murdering their pussies. Like, anyway. Yeah, exactly. They come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to stop there. They oh, come. They come. They come. That's, it. That's it. Aggressively. <laughs> Um, I think that'd be great. I think if any one of us got on there, that should yeah. be hilarious. I mean, it's w- would you would you do the guessing call? Honest, for sure? oh, fuck yeah, I would yeah. not hesitate. This, this is the thing though. All the girls that I've seen on this damn show already. If I went on a first like the way that they structure it is, the girl basically is just like, "Hi, my name's Kelsey." Did you just name her Kelsey? That's I think, rude. I think it's her oh, name. you asshole! Um, I think that's one of the names though. It's like. It better be Caitlin, Kelsey, Christine. I don't know. One of those K names. <laughs> Three K's. Three K. K. Oh, God damn. Ah, gotcha. Uh, Is that code? to be for a reason, I guess. <laughs> anyway, um, they're just like, hi, my name's blah, blah, blah. And I'm like looking for a man who knows how to like take care of me. And like, I don't want to work for a living. And I don't want to mm. fucking do blah, blah, blahs. And they got to be blah, blah, blues. And then all the guys are just like, I just care about tits and big butts. That's all that matters. Jesus. You know? And then it's just it's like, okay, well, this is where this is going to start. Got you. And so my thing is, is like they they open up like this. They go on a first like meet drink drinks or like whatever, a social? like a social. Yeah. 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 And not together. Just one on ones. Oh, and then based off of that one on one, one person get kicked out right out of the gate. Um, and then the last two, they go on like an actual date and then she picks the one that she likes or he likes. So they do both. Right. Like it's yeah. one girl can pick, you know, amongst three dudes. One dude picks amongst three girls. I'm waiting to see one girl pick amongst three girls. I don't know. That might that's be kind of interesting to watch. I would watch that. You, you should be running the show. I know. 100%. I'd watch that furry porn real hard. Um, but at the same time, the opening meeting with them is just ridiculous. I feel like all the girls that I've seen on the show so far, I would literally just show up, have them open their mouth just to it, like say their name and said, I'm done. <laughs> nope. Bye. I would have just literally gotten up and said, no. Are they just that vacuous or just like? They're very vapid. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, there is a component there of, you know, it's called sexy bees. So they're obviously picking guys. Some of them guys. have banging ass bodies, though, but that's not, you know. Right. But they're still like, it's implying like the men are being hyper man. Like, like that's a beast kind of mentality. And the women are like, I want protection. I want this. That's also a beast kind of mentality. Like it almost seems like it's feeding into that. 
I mean, Wait, do the, I would the say girls aren't under on makeup? They are. Everybody okay. is. Everybody is under disguise. Um, you, you know what? You may be right. I think what's what's hard about shows like this is that they're not really finding love, right? No, like there's nothing getting, meaningful. There's which nothing sucks. meaningful about any of this, which is actually kind of bummy, right? Because I was mildly hoping that they would probably have found people that were actually trying to, yeah. you know have some sort of real connection but the way they edit the show it's so farcical Ugh. that you lose any sort of like investment through, like investment yeah, yeah like that heart sucks. through line throughout like what they're and they make them really dumb because my guess is they're not as dumb as the edit makes them i well you know they, you know i'm giving the benefit of the doubt i'm hoping fair. i'm hoping that i'm hoping not, we aren't as dumb as these people portray as dumb as these I, I like your belief in humanity <laughs> <laughs> i think david and i are just yeah, a bit yeah, jaded yeah we kind of see humanity as and a lot of people on those shows, you find out later, like, oh, that's a guy who wants to be a, a country mm. musician. And so he yeah, it's trying like to kick off his career. Yeah, he's just like, hey, can I play beast. you a song? Yeah. You know, just so happens to have a guitar right here. Who knew? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's true. There was one guy that was on there that was so self-absorbed. The beaver. The beaver was so of course. self-absorbed, man. Just like and beavers just are. Just like ah! beavers. Um, but no bullshit. He was just like first meeting he was just like what do you think of these muscles oh jesus and she was like i mean they're functional big, i guess they're big he's just like you should feel them and she's like do you want me to feel them he's like yeah i do like how old are we guys how the fuck old are we it's the dumbest shit i've heard yeah right i'm like all right, actually, fine. You're making you're breaking the touch barrier. Got you. You're trying to break the touch barrier. Right, but anyway, if you're trying to break a barrier, you're not actively being good at flirting. No, if any no, part no. of it means you're trying, you're not doing it you're right. You're not doing it right. If it should just be natural that, and you know? be meh. Yeah. But maybe it worked one time, so that's his like go to. I'm maybe, sure it did. Maybe. But he's also probably a fucking douchebag. He yeah. very much was a douchebag. You're yeah. gonna watch the show, I know you are. Oh yeah, I will. But uh we only made it through like three episodes oh, i'm just bummed that like there isn't one that's like oh yeah we I haven't seen them all we yeah. haven't seen them all so there may be i don't know i don't i don't want to you know say that there's not but uh i was actually more entertained by the thought of a joke i heard about beavers and that actual <laughs> whole interaction it was just okay. like someone's like oh look at that beautiful stream over there and a beaver popped up was like well fuck it up <laughs> i'm gonna fuck it up <laughs> well talking about beavers david i heard you got uh yeah engaged. Engaged, you yeah. Did get engaged. I've been busy being engaged. How's How, that going? How's that going? It's it's a it's a lot of work. Really? Well, because you have to plan like I don't know all the stuff in between. I just want to be married and then be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you guys actually gonna plan like a wedding? Yeah, like a small family wedding. Okay. Type of thing. All right. <laughs> Here's the thing. My guess is we're gonna so be invited, I'm... but we're gonna be invited last second again. No, we'll be invited to sit outside and watch. That's about it. I mean, there so are, you can look. Don't touch. That's, be well, it's, it's really small because it's like, like you know, she wants a wedding. I have been through a wedding before, but like, um, yeah. But in in her culture, uh -huh. the um, Wait, her culture. Yeah. Well, she she her family's Middle Eastern. In in the, like you know, in a like, regular American culture, the wife's family pays for it. Uh, but in Middle Eastern culture, the husband's uh, family pays for it. Right. So that just puts it on us. Or you can just be like, hey, we're going to honor both. Both parents pay for everything. Okay, bye. We're Americanized here, guys, okay? We don't need to live into these customs anymore. Yo, if someone wants to pay for my shit, I'm not going to say no. You know who no. paid for my wedding? You. Us. Yeah, my yeah. wife well, and I. That's how it happens a lot of times. That's how we paid for it. Yeah. That's why we only had a backyard barbecue. It was a $10,000 backyard barbecue, but nonetheless. It was bomb as fuck. I remember. It was a good wedding, I will One of my say. friends in high school, her uh, dad worked for one of the financial 
companies. I think like the big one. Who's at the bowl? Who's? I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, huh? Merrill Lynch. Merrill Lynch. Yes, he works. He he worked, and Merrill Lynch is one of like their financial advisors. Like he made a shit ton of money. Um. Anyways, his daughter, gorgeous girl, she was a cheerleader. Like all these fun things. Kind of an idiot, but whatever. Her first marriage, I think it cost like seven hundred thousand. What he paid for, the dad did. It lasted like six months. I was like, holy shit. All right, you're not going to spend that much. on Nope, spent the exact same amount on the second wedding. I was like, dude. We have a we What have is a happening? I just don't understand. We have a friend. They paid close to 60K. But when people do that, wedding. people do that. A lot of times it's competitiveness. Oh, yeah. In families or social groups. I don't know if it's uh, necessarily that. My guess is when I think about you, I touch myself. <laughs> <laughs> My guess is that it's social, right? It's not necessarily competitiveness. I think because young girls are born and bred into the mentality of like, thanks, Disney. Ultimately, right? <laughs> They've been thinking about their wedding day. Yeah, weddings are all about the girl. Yeah. Actually, and this was actually a conversation my wife and I had about our wedding. It's like, you realize we're both doing this together. And this is the difference between, like, I was raised with a bunch of women in the house, right? So, like, it was never... It was never about like always pleasing the woman. Like it was always a balance, right? Right. And it was like the one thing that I'm very grateful for being raised by a house full of women and having my mom being a very strong woman. My mom's a woman too. <sighs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> David with the uh, wind. I thought you going to say my mom being a woman. I well, this day and age you really got to <laughs> be careful, you know. So uh, you don't really know. Um, but uh it, it's interesting enough to me because it is both for the man and for the woman. Like, I hate how society thinks that it's always just the day for the woman. It's your wedding day. I'm like, motherfucker, it's my wedding day, too. I'm also here. Well, you're lucky that somebody gets to love you and they're going through this with you is basically what I feel. Right. You know? But um, to our point about women and wedding days, they've been thinking about it since... The first, first Disney, the first movie, Disney movie, the exactly, first Disney yeah. movie they saw, you know, and so that consistently, and I've heard single girls talk, and I'm always the asshole, just being like, "You're an idiot, you're just an idiot." Like, why? My favorite part is, is that I'm in my head, I'm like, he definitely said that to them too, which yeah. makes me even happier. One hundred percent. I'm just like, why does that matter? People don't talk to me about wedding stuff ever anymore, ever. like because I was the jerk that's just like, we're getting married. That's why I messaged you when you said like when you got engaged. I was like, why? <laughs> if everything's working without it right now, why? It says oh, the yeah, married yeah. guy here, by the way. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> well, well uh, 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 to go along with some of your other points, though, I, I, I do believe when people get married, you know, there's the, the thing like happy wife, happy life. I hate. That I don't saying. believe in that. I, yeah, yeah. I hate That's that. The dumbest um, fucking saying. Yeah, it's, oh, wait, I think both people happy, have to be fine. happy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you mean that. so it's happy spouse, happy house instead. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
still a gay ass saying though. Oh, super yeah. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if, if you guys are getting all butthurt out there about me saying gay ass. I'm just hey. saying. I'm just, if, if a husband <laughs> says that, I'm I'm like, oh, he's not happy. Himself. No, no, no. I'm like, blink if you need help. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like, bro, are you? <laughs> Like that's our equivalent. We'll fake your death. Yeah, we'll, we'll get figure away. this one out, man. Uh, yeah, totally right, dude. That whole situation. Did you guys watch that fucking documentary? I didn't watch I sent it. You? No. Whew, it's fucking brutal, man. Which one? Oh, I sent a documentary to you guys in our chat. Oh, I think Basically, I it's like this woman hired somebody to kill her husband, so oh, the husband right. faked his death. Faked his death so that <laughs> they can put her ass in jail. It was pretty gnarly. Um, continue what you were saying, though. Oh no, that that, that was the point. Yeah, just um, yeah, both people. It's so like you know, she's she, she's conscious of that. Both people. She's very, um, I think, emotionally mature, which is a good thing. Yeah. And so you know, she consults me on things. How old is she? Though, she's. She doesn't listen to this podcast, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's she's thirty eight. I was about to say, unless okay. you're going to tell us she's sixteen, you don't yeah, have yeah. to stumble past this number. <laughs> I know. Well, people are just. There's two things that you never ask women that I've learned. If you're but pregnant, I always love asking them. You never ask how far are Fine, you? Find three. <laughs> Bro, bad. have you ever done that? Yes, I have. Oh no! <laughs> um, there is never asking their age. Uh, what was the? Uh, is never asking their age or their weight. Oh, the weight makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're like, hey, like, how fat are you? Has anybody yeah. said, what's your age and weight? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's usually like first date questions. That's a hilarious <laughs> icebreaker. It's like, hey, listen, I just need to know your age, your weight, and um, are you pregnant? Yeah, no, cool. No, so, so nobody wants to date the guy that, that's at the carnival that does that trick where he has to guess your age and yeah. weight? Well, and that, that's actually really funny to be there because could you imagine taking your date there and being like, get on there, babe? Get on there. How this guy guess it? And it's kind of like your way of guessing how fat she is, you know? <laughs> there was one time in terms of using your surroundings. I knew. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. Wait. No, I was just saying, like, this was in high school. I took a girl on a date, and I forgot her name. Thank Christ at the ticket, like, booth. Uh, they're like, do you want to donate a dollar for such such? And I was like, yes! And so he handed it to me, and I gave a pen. And I was like, you sign it. So she wrote her name down. I was like, yes. All right. Got it. Brilliant. Here we go. Oh, well played. Oh, I was like, big brain move. But do you remember best today's dollar story I've ever spent? Nope. Oh, best. <laughs> I don't give a shit about that kid. Give me your name. Give me your name. <laughs> but no. Thank I, you. I'm going to go along with, I'm not 100% on board with like marriage. I don't think necessarily, like I get that a lot of women want it and I get why people do it in general. Like yeah. it's, it can be fun. You have a party, you celebrate. But like that's everything about marriage, though, by the way. Right. But everything about marriage outside of that doesn't sound great in terms of like financial responsibilities, in terms of you have like joint things. So if you do separate, you have to go through all that bullshit. Like it's just it sounds like it has more to do with societal view of what you should do instead of just being like, hey, I'm happy with you. I don't need a ring to say like, hey, I love you. I want to be with you. That's it's just like a. Yeah, I would agree with you. And then I would not agree with you only because I am married. Right. So yeah. I think at the end of the day, you I married did, young. So I married at 28. Right. You married young. Is that young for me? 
I think it says the guy that never wants to be married. <laughs> Any age is young, I guess. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know if it was married young or not, but we've been together for such a long fucking time, obviously. But there was something that has shifted once we got married. Like, there's a different commitment that I found um, with, with Bird once we actually got into the thick of being married. Yeah. There's, like, a deeper... Um, I don't want to say connection per se, but like there's a commitment level that's there because we don't want to go through all the divorce bull crap. Like, right. you know, I think if for people and I'm 100% okay with living their, their lives this way, I don't care one way over the other, but there is something to say about not getting married and sticking with somebody. There's always like a back door. There's always an easy yeah, out. Yeah, I can see that. You know what I mean? <clears throat> like for my wife and I, it's not an easy out. You know, like there's a lot of things like if we did want to get a divorce, God forbid we don't and probably be mainly her leaving me. But regardless, dark, it, I know real, real <laughs> quick here, real quick. Um, I think, uh, you know, we are so when you say you were get married with each other, the 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 gift and the promise that you give to each other is like, I am going to choose to work through life with you regardless. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. It's not all the bullshit that's packaged for society. You know, it's just not. It's, right. It's not just everybody. The irony to me within the Disney spectrum of princesses and getting married and finding your prince charming. The irony is like, that's where your movie starts, you idiot. Yeah. yeah right. Exactly. Like, that's where the movie fucking starts. Like marriage for like our real relationship started when we got married. And that's weird to say, but it's true because See, there's a lot of growing up you have to do in that process. Yeah. Like I, when, when people say that they're they're not into marriage, I, I part of my brain goes. Oh, they might be smarter than me. I don't know. <laughs> but, I can but, definitely say I'm not I, smarter than you. But I'm down for like commitment. I'm a commitment person. Yeah. So right, right. it's like it's just the next. It's it's just it's a, the a next notch evolution. further. I don't need marriage, but at the same time, it's like, well, it's just you know a step further in it. Well, and we're in American culture, right? Like yeah. marriage is really just kind of like a badge, you know, like yeah, a sticker, I suppose. At this point, I think for me, one of the big things is I have a huge. Uh, issue, condition, whatever you want to call it, with control. Like, I don't like feeling like other people have control over me. Like, that's a huge fear. Like, I want to have... That make a lot of sense right now for oh, me, by the way. Uh, free will, like, is my thing. Like, I want to be able to decide that fun stuff. Like, that's why I think I write, just because... And why I write alone, because I want to make these decisions. No one else is kind of telling me what to do. I yeah. create it. So there's that aspect. So I think... I'm negatively, I'm definitely negatively kind of viewing marriage in the sense of like, okay, now you're locked in. You're under, the, like, you have no choice anymore. Like, so yeah, there's that, that exist. part that I don't. That I think exists like, for other people. That right. doesn't exist for me in my marriage. No, absolutely. I think that's a healthy marriage. I'm, like I said, I think that's why I'm viewing it so negatively. It definitely isn't the case and shouldn't be the case. But I have met a lot of guys who have been divorced. And it was an interesting one of them described it perfectly. He was like, yeah, when we got married, she felt more secure. He's like, but I felt like I lost any freedom. Ah, uh, interesting. It was like, yeah, she's happy, but I'm not. <clears throat> so I, that's, but that's also all negative well, views once yeah, again. I, th I think though, um, I think there's, there's girls out there where it's like, oh, before, if they want to have a baby, it's like, before I have a baby, I want to make sure you don't have a foot out. But like at the same time, it's a, uh, you know, marriage is really, it's just a piece of paper. It's its a false sense of security. Anybody can just be like, you know, 
I don't want right. it That's what I'm saying, exactly. Yeah. If you don't honor it, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. You and know I th- what I mean? Yeah, anybody, can, anybody can, I don't want it anymore if they really if want they to. If they want to, yeah. yeah. And I think that's what you know, you're kind of saying, Gary, is that it's not really necessarily an honor to <clears throat> the idea of it, of marriage. It's more of the honoring each other. Bye, David. <laughs> His microphone cord popped out. Um, I think that's the bigger, <laughs> that's the bigger aspect. Yeah, it's like, sure, you can honor a marriage, but the piece of paper doesn't really do it. It's the person you're with and in that commitment to it. Yeah, you got to trust that the person that you're with is yeah. committed to the, to the task. Marriage right? is a word, but it needs action. That's yeah. what a marriage needs. 100%. Um, and the thing for me is like, are you back in the game? A lot. Yeah. yeah. All right. And we're plugged back. in again. Um, the, the big thing for me is also looking at marriage is also a choice. Yeah. Like love is a choice. Marriage is a choice. Right. And so at least this is the, this is what I've learned when I see people break up and those types of things. And if they're breaking up about things that are just kind of like superficial, uh, no, no, not you, Matt. You, I think your your breakup was extremely warranted. Yeah, you know, I think. Um, but there are other friends of mine that are working through certain things in relationships. I'm just like, eh. they're just kind of viewing it in the wrong perspective. Exactly. And <clears throat> yeah, you got to learn that shit for yourself. One hundred percent. But for me, like love, marriage, it's a choice. It's not some like people run away from their relationships when they don't have that sense of like those fuzzy goody feelings anymore. Right. They're like, well, maybe the love has gone. It's like, no motherfucker. Like that stuff leaves after the first couple of years, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, that idea, it, the idea yeah. of it. now, now you're in the thick of this thing. Now you're into in the, the thick of it. Of, I yeah. fucking hate that song by the way. Oh, I don't know what it is. Oh, it's a stupid fucking TikTok song. And it's these little children. This, I don't even know who they are, but they're just, they just say into the thick of it. Oh, that's stupid. I think of it. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking murder you. Is that ah! part of a song or like a yeah, play? Yeah, it's part of a it? song or a play, maybe. I'll play it for you later so you can fucking die with me. Die with you. I yeah. got you. Anyway, uh, David, I just want you to know that we wish you the best of luck. We Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. As long yeah. as you're happy, that's all we give a shit about. And you look like you're happy because you're smiling like a man who's happy. And fidgeting. he's a man. And fidgeting like a man who's scared. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, gentlemen, you know what? I appreciate your guys' commitment. Oh, yeah. To this podcast. And I see what you did there. And everybody that's out there, I appreciate your commitment to listening to our commitment to this podcast. Committed! <laughs> um, <laughs> hopefully, we'll uh, we'll get another uh, podcast out in the next couple of weeks. But, uh, we'll have Sean back in next time. Hopefully. Yeah. Sean, if you're listening to this, we want you back, buddy. So until, I mean, give or take. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose. Just Pose. kidding, buddy. We want you back. Love you. Of course. Until next time, guys. We out. Bye. Bye.